Welcome to the What's Next podcast for women. This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join our host, Pamela Stone. everybody hello and welcome to another edition of what's next podcast for women how is everybody doing look i hope y'all brought your drink because this one is gonna be a drink kind of night <laughs> you see yeah you see my co-host tekka's got her got her drink on so i want you all to grab your actually this is not gonna be a pen and paper kind of night this is actually just gonna be where we're gonna sit back and we're gonna talk about what happened in the news and how it affects us. So before I before we jump into the show, it's gonna be a little different, but again, bring, invite all your friends and family. Um, everybody sit down. If anyone has any questions for us, please drop them in the feed. We wanna hear it. We wanna hear your, um, it's still Win Wednesday. So we wanna hear what your win for the week is. You'll get to hear us at the end end of this. During the time of us talking, you will get to ask us questions, make comments, um, and note that this show is all about empowerment. This has nothing to do with um, siding with anybody. This has nothing to do with, um, or nor does it have anything to do with deflecting any type of pain on anyone. This is just our opinions and our views. So note that as well. So first and foremost, this is conversation. This is talk. Excuse me. I'm so excited. I can't get my tongue. I'm getting my words jumbled up. This is what's next podcast for women, and I'm your host Pamela Stone, and I have a new co-host as I always do um, this week, and you'll get to hear hear her a little bit about her and hear her story. But I wanted to first tell you a little bit about what's next podcast and how it has come about. So what's next podcast was really about. When I was sitting at a court, I was sitting at corporate and I still do, but one day it just really hit me that I am sitting at a desk making someone else's dreams come true, lining their pockets or making their pockets larger, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I felt lost. I was up there so lost and so discombobulated. I literally broke down and broke down at my desk. And I broke down because I didn't know what my what's next was. I didn't. And I was upset. I was mad at myself because I didn't know what my what's next was. But yet I was facing all these what ifs and I can't. So after I pulled myself together, I went around and I asked a few of my team members, well, what is their what's next? And they didn't know. And I said, so if what if I move any obstacle? What is your what, what if or I can't that is stopping you from going after your what's next? And 
still not very many could answer me. So then I knew right then and there that was my that was my journey and actually that was my purpose here on earth to start empowering women to help them conquer their what ifs and I can'ts to allow them to go after their what's next whatever it is maybe to go climb up the corporate ladder maybe be an entrepreneur but whatever it is so they can go out here and conquer what's holding them back and then allowing them to have that life satisfaction. So that is the purpose of the What's Next podcast. I bring on powerful women, co-hosts, as you will hear this one tonight, and we talk about different topics and the topics are to help you get to your what's next. I wanna let you all know that um, today is still Win Wednesday, so we love to hear your win. Now, I, my phone is going off because everyone's like, well, what's a win? A win is when you have set a goal. And I believe in small goals, weekly goals, weekly goals to daily goals. So if you have reached either of those goals, drop them in the feed. We love celebrating you. You'll get to hear our goals at the end of the show. As well as even if you didn't know how to set a goal or didn't even set a goal, you still have time but we still want to shout you out. I believe in celebrating women and however I can celebrate you, if it's for your win or your shortfall of your win or whatever it is, but I believe in celebrating women so we can go and empower ourselves. So dropping them in the feed will definitely will be connected to you. Then lastly, the first half of the show is sponsored by At The Table. At The Table is a nonprofit organization here in Columbus, Ohio. They help women and girls thrive to, their, to what they want to become. So if you are interested in participating in an at-the-table organization, I'll connect you down below and how you can get connected with at-the-table. They are also having their fourth annual Woman Empowerment Luncheon. Yes, Woman Empowerment Luncheon. And it is going to be July the 11th. Now, I would love for you guys to sit at the table with me I would love for all of us to have lunch to, together. If this is something you're interested in, I would love for you to get a ticket for me so we can sit at the table. I will drop the information below on how you can join me at the table on the fourth annual Woman Empowerment Luncheon. So without further ado, let me introduce to you my amazing co-host, Pekka Thompson. How are you doing, lady? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. It is my turn to be on What's Next for Women. Super excited. Um, so I am Tekka Thompson, as Pam said, and right now um, I am venturing out um, and launching a business. It is um, Sacred Healing Spaces. And um, Sacred Healing Spaces is an, it's been an evolving concept since I launched in January. In the beginning, it was all about um, self-care for women of color. Um, and I had, you know, this saying that I said that women of color, we do everything. Black women do everything. We hold everything together. And our self-care is absolutely raggedy on the back end. And uh, so uh, Sacred Healing Spaces was all about helping women to connect to um, more sustainable self-care. But um, as my journey has evolved, um, now it's about empowerment through um, the engagement of different healing practices. 
um, such as yoga nidra and somatics, women's circles. Um, I have a beautiful listening community for women of color um, and also through storytelling. And so um, all of those modalities are used to help women um, connect to themselves um, and um, be able to find some healing um, and to, um, uh, you know, um, empower themselves and have uh, more sustainable self-care. Absolutely. First of all, Alicia says, hello. Hey there, ladies. And then Tekka, she give you claps out. So <laughs> welcome. Thank you, Alicia. Dropping in the feed. I know you have wins. We've already talked about them, but I want everybody else to hear your win for this week. So tonight we are going to go a little off of the rail, but it needs to be talked about. Where we, where the young lady, tennis young tennis player, young lady, where she had won, but she didn't wasn't ready to go talking talk to do an interview, and I felt that was okay because that was her voice, but her voice was taken away when they find her because she didn't want to take she didn't want to do the interview. Um, I don't know if you've all paid attention in the news where they were now she's even backed out. And I feel that her, and it's all because she didn't, her, she even talked about her, she wasn't ready to talk. And she was forced to even explain why she wasn't ready to talk. And I feel that right there is a problem where woman empowerment was taken away. So Tekka and I are going to really start talking about it. And this is something I want you women to understand that we as women, have the power and for someone to feel that they have the right to take that power away. I don't care if she made a million dollars. I don't care if she made a dollar. It was her choice and her choice was taken away. So Tekka, let's start opening it up and talk a little bit about it and what's your feel for it. Well, yeah. So um, we're talking about um, Naomi Asaki, who is like 23 years old. Yes. Um, and I believe she is the highest paid female athlete right now. Um, and uh, so Naomi decided that um, she did not want to participate in the French Open's media, mandatory media event. And she had explained like, I have mental health. This is, this is I'm making this choice for my own mental health. Um, I have anxiety and depression. Um, and I am making a choice not to participate. And um, and she knew she was going to be fined, and she asked that those fines go to mental health awareness. Great, right? Um, so what really had me going about all of this? Two things, because in my business and in my life, I center rest, right? Mm -hmm. and so there are two things that happen when Naomi said, "Mm mm." One is that the message is really clear that a black woman's or women of color's right to say, I'm tired, I don't, I, I want to rest is not valued, right? Because here we have the whole entire world saying, how dare you not participate in this mandatory um, you know, thing that has to do with tennis. It's all about everyone else's, right? And so her, her right to rest was not valued, which also dehumanized her as a woman, as a black woman. And as we know, rest um, for black women is a really powerful and a political statement. 
um, because our bodies have never been our bodies. Right. Our feet hit the soil. And the second thing that happened was when she said no, was um, to me, it was a violation of consent. I'm with you. It took the power away from her. Yes. Like where I was, I would interrupt you. That's where I was at. They took the power away. Well, she had the power, but they took it. They felt that they had more control over that power. But I want to first, let's talk, go back and talk about how, let's address the mental health piece of it. First, I have to commend her for coming out and saying, due to my anxiety, see, I didn't know that piece of it, but due to my anxiety, I do not want to address it. And I felt that at that point in time, it should have been okay. Yeah. So um, apparently um, from what I'm reading is that um, this is kind of a longstanding issue with her or a thing. She she does not feel uh, comfortable speaking in public. And so it causes her waves of anxiety. And um, so this is something that's known. And she said, you know, I just, I can't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And essentially she's saying, I'm showing up for myself because I can't do it. Um, I understand the consequences. Um, So yeah, it had to do with her, her mental health, but it doesn't even matter. Right. What? No. Yes. She said no. And um, to me, that's an issue of consent. When a woman says no, you don't have a right to her body. And, um, you know, folks are converging down on her like, yes, when you signed up to be this role model tennis person, you kind of lost that. But no, she didn't. And, um, you know, she had the right to say, no. Right. So it's an issue of consent and it's an issue of valuing a black woman's right to say, no, Right. I need to take a rest for myself, no matter what the reason is. And I don't know if you remember uh, last year during um, the NCAA basketball tournament, I believe it was a player for um, Ohio State University, decided he didn't want to play early on, like maybe it might even have been before the tournament or right at the beginning of the tournament. And he stated it was because of mental health issues. Right. And um, for the most part, he was celebrated for uh, saying, hey, my mental health is more important than uh, collegiate sports. Um, he was celebrated in the media. His coaches celebrated him. Um, and there were a few um, folks who uh, were like really disrespectful on Twitter, but the university actually searched those folks out and held them accountable. Right. So now here we go once again, looking at the different play between female athletes and male athletes, right? They're right. afforded the same um, respect. Um, so it is huge. And for me, it's really huge just because of the, you know, I view when a black woman says I need to take a rest or I need to take a nap, it's a political statement that we're pushing up against systems that want to um, tell us that we don't have control over our bodies. Right. And I would, I so agree with you again, what I want, I want everyone to understand we are coming on here. These are our, our opinions and views. These are no one else's. And I agree with you, Tekka, because you know, we as women, but we as African-American women, we were we are already facing the struggles. We're already facing some hardship. And then then this. 
And then, and but then, as you said, on the other side, when a man, male figure had did this, he was he was celebrated. And so we're still here again. We are fighting. I talk, I was talking to someone earlier. Here again, we are fighting so hard, but yet we're so valued as the hardest working women on this planet. Mm-hmm. But yet we are pushed to that to the limit. There, and I believe, or I feel, should I say, I feel that they know that we're the hardest working, hardest working woman and we're strong. Because what do they say? They're always saying we're the strongest woman here. And we we are, but yet not to the point of where you have the right to, to demoralize us or take take our values away. Mm-hmm. But I, I I agree with you. I so agree with you so heartily um, on, it, on it again. It doesn't matter what it what it was. She wanted, she did not want to do it and it should have been left alone, but it wasn't. And then she was willing to take the fine, which I give her commend. I commend her for that, wanting to take that, take that fine and use it to the good of mental health. Yeah. Like, um, actually, like if we just take a step back and really, um, take a real, uh, a moment to kind of, um, space this out and really look at it. Um, she's 23 years old. Right. Um, I, I see that there's a lot of maturity there and um, a lot of courage too. like Absolutely. not to just go with the flow of, you know, these large um, sporting authorities saying, no, you have to. And, you know, what about the implications? implications on your tennis career because really the way the story played out was is she said I'm not going to go to the press conference right right and they said well you're going to be fined right right and then they told her if you keep it up right keep denying us you know access to your body right. <laughs> in sense, if we if we break it down if you keep denying us access to you then you're going to be kicked out of the tournament. And her little 23-year-old composed self said, well, I decide that I'm leaving the tournament. Right. Right. So I just commend her on so many levels because that takes a lot for a 23-year-old um, you know, young woman to be able to stand up for what she believes in. Right. And, you know, she was boisterous about it. That's that. that I mean, she wasn't boisterous as being um, outspoken, but she was boisterous enough to stand up for her. You know, how, honestly, at that age, at that age, I'm with you. I have to commend her for that for that stance that she took for herself. Because honestly, how many women? And we need to talk about that. Women at that age, how many women could have really did it? Really have stood for their age? You know, stood up for their self and their rights. So I com- I'm with you. I commend her on the choices and the ways that, and how she handled it. Because a lot of the, we have a lot of, it could have gone so uh, opposite way, you know, uh, and she handled it with dignity. She handled it with another thing. She handled it with dignity. She handled it with her head up high. So I really co- I commend and admire her for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agree that she stood in her absolute dignity and said, this is what's best for me um, and let the chips kind of fall where, you know, fall where they may. And um, so I know she's sponsored by Nike and um, Nike has decided to 
um, stand with her and um, support her in her decision. Um, I know I stand with her wholeheartedly um, for just so many different reasons. Um, I stand with her because she's a a young woman standing up for herself um, because she's using her voice. She's taking up space. Um, and she's choosing rest over, you know, these systems. Uh, and, um, you know, it's just really, it's just really sad, but, you know, and it's, and it's not just her. I mean, you know, this is in the, this is in the public view. It's on television. It's making news, but this is us every day. Um, you know, I, I, uh, think about like last summer when we were going through um, all of the um, social unrest and racial unrest. And um, it was just one thing after the other. And we were expected to put on our lipstick, grab our heels and show up at work as if nothing was happening. And not only were we expected to show up, but we were expected to produce. Right. At, a, at the same pace, same level. And um, so here it is once again, playing out again that, you know, even though I am not Naomi saying, I don't feel comfortable with this. We are expecting you to get up there on that podium and produce um, again, which to me sits on a really political level, because again, our history uh, as black women here in this country um, were was that we were expected to be uh, the laborer. We were expected to work while still producing um, the human resource to continue slavery, right? Yeah. So we were actually working and producing and um, that has kind of just became our, our legacy. It's expected mm-hmm. of us. Um, and so for me, what happened is 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 about rest. It's about dignity. It's about consent, but it's also a political statement as well. So since this has happened, how does how do you view how do you view as we're talking about it? What is your viewpoint on it all? I mean, I know we talk about the rest, but at what point? I mean, what is your real take on it, or the takeaway from this? Um. So. I guess, I mean, the real takeaway is like, I have always, I've always loved her as an athlete because she's always been outspoken, authentic and, and, um, real. And, you know, folks thought for a while, she's this little sweetheart, but she has a voice and she continues to show me that she can show up in this world for herself. Um, And I just think that's um, a tremendous role model, not just for young women, but for all women, Um, because sometimes it's just easier to go with 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 the flow. Oh, yeah, it is so easy. Right. You're so right. It is easy to go with the flow of things. So with that being said, oops. So with that being said, I apologize. With that being said, how do we how do we one let everyone know that we we empower how do we empower women what do we do from this step on and how can we take it to the next so we can do the arm in arm stand behind her stand behind any woman no woman should have to go through this but um, it does happen it does happen but what can we do so um i think that the way you and i show up in the world 
um, the way that we're offering, offering our gifts right now um, helps women to kind of take a step back and think about what an empowered no means. What, it, what, what does a yes mean? Or what does no, I need to step back and take rest for myself because it's the work that you and I are doing. So I think it's just um, uh, us connecting with women and continuing to support and educate them and giving them the tools um, and sometimes even the language around True. Uh, you know, the I, language I, I and, yeah, and the support. Like, for instance, um, in the conversation lounge, um, women have been coming to the conversation lounge and finding their voice. Yes. Yeah. So they're leaving from the conversation lounge with a skill um, that they all already had, but they felt they feel more empowered to use. And so I think one of the things that you and I can do is keep showing up in the world the way that we show up in the world and offer the gifts that, that we are offering to support and empower and encourage women. I really like the where you had said empower with our voice. I think that is powerful. I want women to understand it's all about standing for ourselves, stand up for ourselves. Now don't, I understand it's hard. I do, I understand that because there, you know, you have those that can, that will intimidate you or as, as they did, I felt they did intimidate her, mm -hmm. um, but the intimidation didn't work, which again, she is my Shira. If I could talk to her, I would let her know. She is my Shira because she has shown, shown me at my age that I have a voice and my voice matters and it counts no matter what everybody else says. Now we do talk about that here in, in our community here, but now we really have a true role model that is here standing in front of us that's showing that her voice matters and her opinion matters no matter what everybody else says. And she handled it as she should, as dignity. So many people expect us to come out just throw rampant and raving, which she didn't. And so again, I give I commend her for that because now she's shown us that we can do a, we can give a powerful no and know that it doesn't have to be without being indignant into the community and into the society. So I, again, that was another learning piece that I learned out of her. But you also talked about rest because someone just like keeps, keeps pinging me. I'm like, okay, I'll ask. They're like, what does rest mean? And so tell everybody a little bit about what the rest part means. So I'm, I'm really glad you asked me about that. And basically rest um, means that you stop moving your body, um, <laughs> you slow down and you you rest. Um, I was reading an article um, by uh, Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith, and she says that there are five types of rest. And I'm just gonna see. Maybe people should have brought a pen and paper. So I'm gonna tell you what Dr. Uh, Dalton's uh, Sandra Dalton Smith's um, five levels of rest are. Um, first, she said physical rest, and that basically means you can lay down and take a nap. Um, or um, active rest means practices like yoga. For me, I do a somatic practice, which helps me connect to my body and release stress. Um, uh, the second one is mental rest. Uh, sometimes, especially here in America and what in Western culture, we're always in our heads. We're always thinking, we always have our head full. 
um, and we go to bed at night with a full head and we're not able to get proper rest. So mental rest, um, creative rest. And um, what she meant by creative rest is um, uh, expanding your environment so that it um, stimulates creativity. So if you're always working and you're always in your office, you're in a cramped space and you're seeing the same thing. So if you go out in nature or you experience creativity through painting or some other creative outlet, it helps you to engage in what she calls creative rest. Um, emotional rest. Um, this is a big one for me, which is simply just space and time to process your emotions and your feelings. Um, and just let them kind of, uh, you know, have their way, not, you know, just kind of let them process as opposed to trying to push them down all the time. Um, and so for her, that is, and the fifth one is spiritual rest, which is um, our connection to, for me, would be God. Um, for others, um, you know, just something that you feel is larger than you, something that is bigger than you, that gives you a sense of purpose um, and belonging, love and acceptance. Um, and so uh, she's saying that we just need to slow down and explore all those different types of rest. Um, I'm not going to go way, way deep into rest because I do have an article coming out um, in the Vision Made magazine that talks about my year long journey with rest. Um, so I don't want to expose all of that because I want you guys to get the magazine. <laughs> but I will say that for me, rest has um, come full circle. Um, I had a time last year when I was completely dysregulated um, with myself. Um, and when you're not able to tap into rest, you're not able to mobilize or you're not able to to um, show up as your full resource self. Right. And that's what Naomi did when she mm -hmm. took, she said no. She did that in dignity and it wasn't, um, you know, out of emotion. It was just like, I can't do this. Um, and so through the process of resting, and I talk about rest a lot, I was able to regain myself and then also find a new vision. And that's what happens. And Pam knows I will cancel an appointment. I will not show up to a book club if I'm tired. I say I can't do it. Um, I'm tired right now. And so people hear me talking about rest all the time and they think I sleep all the time. That's not the case. I'm actually very busy. Um, <laughs> um, I've, I've accomplished a lot um, during the pandemic and you know I work full time. Um, I'm a full time care provider for my mom, but I center rest. And this is going to be probably one of my last points. I center rest in my life, which means that I always take time out each day somehow to put rest in my day. Um, and so the first person that I listen to now is my body, is myself. Whereas before, I was always responding and reacting to outside mm -hmm. right? So... Naomi, again, is a perfect example of the first person I'm going to listen to is me and my body. Um, and that's how I center rest, whether 
it's five minutes uh, to check in with my body, or if it's a 30 minute nap that I take. Um, every day I'm finding some way to put rest in, in, and that's what centered rest is. I'm not sleeping all the time, even though if you check me out on Facebook, it looks like I might be sleeping all the time because all I talk about is rest. <laughs> but um, no, I'm actually quite busy, but I center rest in my life. Thank you I, for asking. I like that, you know, the centered, centered rest. I I believe that that everyone should try the centered rest. You know, we have so much going on in in the world as as you see, as we are going through. And center rest does because a lot of us do miss that connection with our bodies, with ourselves. So I'm glad that you even talked about the what rest means. And I like the where you had talked about the five different levels of rest. Um, I really like that too. So if you guys want to know more about what um, Tekka means on rest, you guys have to get the Vision Made magazine. It will be coming out soon where she does talk about, go in depth more about what rest is. And as well as, oh my goodness. And if you guys haven't, haven't been able to check out her lounge, conversation lounge, you have to check check it out. It's it is a powerful tool. It has taught me how not to how to listen, but listen the right way. So that you have to check you have to check out her her, and she'll drop more on, on her information on how you can connect to it. But before we go anymore, Tekka, what else do you have to say about this? Um, in Naomi in particular, yes. or um. You know, again, I just think that especially as women, we just need to stand in support of her. Um, and, um, you know, I was having a conversation with a woman after the conversation lounge and we were talking about um, why do you center black women or women of color in your business? And she um, has a similar business to mine. And she said, sometimes when you really don't know what to say, it's easier to back down. So with Naomi, um, if you're having this conversation like we're having to, tonight, make sure you know what you want to say. Yeah. Make sure you're ready and prepared for the conversation um, uh, because the conversation is not just for Naomi. It is also for you yourself as the Black woman who's having the conversation. Um, because the reasons why she needed to center herself and show up for herself are the same reasons we need to center ourselves and show up for ourselves. Absolutely. And also, too, I'm, I want everyone to know that mental health is nothing to play with. You know, take it seriously. Um, and I, I commend her for that as well. She, she didn't have to say that she had anxiety. She just could have said, I don't want to do it anymore. So for that being said, on how she had talked about the good point to prepare for, it, it's, it needed to be. We have to talk about it. Um, but I again, mental health, We there's mental health. And so many people suppress, the, they have mental health, but they don't even, they don't even want to talk about it. So I'm even glad that she even uh, did this so we can talk about it. 
we're doing it here. Look, we're having so many women coming in here and talking about it and what perfect place to talk about it and an open space where, where there is no threat and there is no harm. Understand that we all have the right to what we want to do with our bodies. No one has the right to, to take that over. So again, I, I am so thankful that you came on here and, you know, we talked about how, um, how this was, how this happened what how this had played out, but it also played out such in a positive way for us that we got to talk about it. And you know, again, mental health is so important. We have so many, you know, it's sad to say that so many people don't want to talk about mental health. I want us to talk about it. I want us to be open on it and understand and respect everyone had the everyone's mental health on whatever level that it is and know and know that we are here to support you not look down on you so again when that happened she has taught me to to always be aware of every other individual's mental health as well as mine but she's also known has also taught me that it's okay to talk about it and the only way we can talk about it as Cecilia did to speak your truth to healing we have to, and this is so, so, so much needed. Woman and mental health, yes, we must rest. Yeah, we must. Ladies, yeah. keep coming. We have to keep talking about this. Yeah, so, you know, what? that's a great point about, you know, just um, lifting up how the importance of mental health, and I am really also glad, like, there's this um, Naomi, um, what she's done is just really put a, a spotlight on so many um, issues uh, that women, women of color need to, you know, look at rest, consent to our own bodies and mental health. And um, such a powerful statement once again, because sometimes mental health is not always talked about in our community um, and especially not on a public um, forum, like she decided, Hey, it's because I'm anxious. And she also said, I have depression too. Mm -hmm. well. Yes, she did. Yes, she so did. I'm really hoping that folks are, you know, that she has a team of folks around her to kind of, you know, help her, um, uh, you know, walk through this because, um, she made this very public statement and this very public choice. Um, and we know that we carry all of that in our bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So for her, there may be some backlash or even deeper depression and anxiety after this. So I'm hoping that she's supported by, you know, her team of folks around her um, just to kind of keep her, you know, stabilized as she walks through, you know, through this. And so that's a great point. Um, when we're engaging with one another, just mm -hmm. another, right? Um, I'm such a big proponent on, um, you know, when stuff happens in our community, I'm always like, hey, y'all take care of yourselves, mm -hmm. right? Because we're so used to suppressing our emotions. Um, you cannot be a Black woman and live in America and not be disassociated from your feelings. It's just impossible for us to do that. We need to name it and recognize it and take time for us to air out those feelings sometimes. And the reason why I say it's impossible for us to not live dissociated because there's so much stuff that happens to us every day, all day constantly that if we don't dissociate from some of it, we can't function 
right? But keeping all of that down inside of us um, makes us at higher risk for mental health um, and also for um, negative health outcomes. So platforms like this and, um, you know, um, having access to mental health um, is paramount because we, you know, we have this, this way of showing up in the world where we're taught that we're not even allowed to have our emotions and our feelings and we have to suppress them, which is very unhealthy, right. you know, for us, like, you know, we even commend each other for being a strong black woman, right? Yeah. Only amplifies the fact that I can't have my emotions, right? So sorry for going a little bit off. No, but you're, no, you're not. Don't be sorry. This is a perfect. No, no. This is true, though. This is so true. Um, Alicia says, think about um, Megan Markle when she admitted her mental health struggles. And she was, you know, out in her community um, and, and was talked about in, and though, um, and even, they even interviewed, they even interviewed a gentleman in over in London saying that she made this up to be, to do, to get attention. Hmm. And that, and I think that's sad to say when you don't know that what an individual is dealing with. You've never been, you know, you're not in that individual's life or in the individual space. Yeah. So you don't know what an individual goes through. So I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about it. And I'm glad it's bringing up conversation. And I want women to understand that here at here at What's Next Podcast, well, we're all about supporting women. And we're here for the community, for everyone. And to think that this is just terrible. Yeah. To think that we can't, that we don't have a place, that's just, that's has to be a space that I don't want that any woman to face. Yeah. So the, to create this space here where we can talk about it, um, this as you have an opinion and I have an opinion, we all have an opinion, but knowing that we respect each other's opinion and knowing that, you know, we're still here for each other. So th this is an amazing conversation and I'm glad we're talking about it. So don't even apologize when you're going off. It's okay. I just kind of went off on a tangent there, but um <laughs> And, you know, Pam, you did lift something up, um, spaces for us to have these conversations and spaces for women of color to be witnessed. I'm going to refer back to my conversation lounge because listening, um, uh, you know, just having someone to be able to witness your story is very powerful. And I knew that. Right. I knew that going into creating that space. But I have been absolutely blown away by um, the impact that it's having on the women. Like I knew that it's it was powerful, but um, the transformation and the love and support and the happiness that's coming out of that little space that we create, it literally blows me away every month. Um, and I'm not saying that to hype up the conversation lounge. I really sit at, at, in awe when I see the women come back after having a conversation and being witness with these huge smiles on their face. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, I feel incredible gratitude and 
super humble that I have been given this opportunity to um, create this space uh, for communal healing. I have to say, you guys have to check her out. I I try to get there every every month, a couple times. I've missed my I missed my it's my, it's like therapy, you guys. But it's so much needed, and it's so in a space that is respected. It is so in an open space that there is no judgment. Um, so you definitely have to check out the conversation lounge. How can they find How can they find the lounge? Uh, so I'm going to drop the, um, so what you can do, it's always a reoccurring event on Eventbrite. Um, and if you are connected, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, it is well marketed on Facebook because I just want everyone to come, but I'm going to drop the link for Eventbrite um, in the chat. And um, it's a reoccurring event. We show up every month. We have a facilitated conversation this this uh, month on all of my platforms, I've been really feeling called to talk about rest. So I'm super I was super excited that Pam called me and she said, let's have this conversation about Naomi Asaki. And I'm like, it falls right into, um, you know, everything that I want to do this month. So this month's conversation, we're going to be talking about rest in the conversation lounge. Um, I just recently um received a certification in yoga nidra and so i'm going to be leading all the women in a really quick 15 minute yoga nidra if you've never experienced that uh yoga nidra is a form of meditation it's not a physical uh practice of yoga it's actually it's called sleep yoga actually and so it's uh super relaxing and it allows you to go through all the levels of sleep but still be semi-awake um and there's a lot of uh beautiful benefits that come from it um I'm going to say one thing, but if you want to experience it, you got to come check us out in the conversation lounge. Um, they say that 30 minutes of yoga nidra is the equivalent to four hours of sleep. sleep. So it's a very powerful practice. So Okay. I know this much. I already got my seat. I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> I knew I missed my car. I missed my lounge session last month and I'm just not feeling correct. Kind of off, off quilt a little bit, but you guys have to check it out. It is so, I promise you, it is such an amazing community and experience that you guys need to, um, you really need to just check us out and come and join us. Well, we would love for you to, to, to join us. Taka, time is almost up. This has been such a needed, I'm glad you came and joined me on here so we can talk about, um, talk about this. And I hope that this is just have nothing else has started creating a conversation that women can go know and understand that we can talk about the mental health and understand that the, we come with no judgment and also know that let's just go and just talk. I mean, this is nothing else. She has, again, has shown me on so many levels a strength of a woman, strength of a young black woman. I mean, she's 23 years old. And she came with a lot of strength and her power. So she has really impacted me. And I hope she's impacted some of you one way or another. Also, respect everybody's mental health. Mental health is important, everybody. And it's nothing to take lightly. It's nothing to judge. No matter what, we need 
to respect each other's choices and their mental health. And then lastly, it was her choice, not anybody else. We have a lot of people that will try to intimidate individuals or take their voice away, not understanding that we do have a voice. So she has really taught me that I, my voice matters. And so does that, so all of, all of yours. Before we go, I know I'm gonna change a little bit, change the seriousness of the conversation. I would love to hear everybody's win. I mean, we all have, we all have wins. You know, I'm, this was a win right here just even to talk about the show. But what was your win for the week, you guys? We want to hear about it. So drop it in the feed. Tell us your win for the week. I also had dropped in the link, the Eventbrite link um, Tekka had shared with us. So then you can go and register for the Conversation Lounge for this month. Tekka, what is your win for this week? Uh, so my win for this week is I am working on a certification in somatics, a somatic practice, and um, there are several quizzes that you have to do. And I am on section three. I passed all my quizzes. So I was like, Yay! yeah, so excited to bring somatics and yoga nidra to, um, you know, women of color. Um, so that is um, a super win for me. Just that is awesome. Practice. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, I have to say this show was a win for me, um, you know, as coming on to being um, in the forefront. We never know the, the, the backlash, but I didn't care. And so I have to say that was a big one because I want people understanding that we have a voice and take the voice seriously and that no matter what, we value our, we need to value ourselves. And then as well as more so value the next individual no matter what their choices are. So I want you all to know that you are all appreciated. We thank you all. We've been having everybody's coming in, dropping nuggets, dropping questions, dropping so many helpful, cheering us on and everything else. But I want to thank you all for even taking time out of your day to come and to sit and talk with us. You know, this is all about here, creating a tribe, creating a support system and checking out, um, Getting on. Oh, yeah. She said, get uh, Alisa. We'll, we'll get them there. But getting out here and just going out here and empowering us all, well, no matter what's going on with our going on with ourselves, but knowing that you have a safe space here and a support system here that you can go after your whatever you would like to get to. I want you all to, as we are talking about the, um, as we talked about here, the mental health and as well as the outcome, tomorrow you have to check Alisa and I out on Talk To Us tomorrow, where we actually, Tekka, you're going to love this, where we're going to do a listening exercise. Oh. So how, how you can listen. Tekka will tell you, she knows that I had to work on that, uh, but I've been working on it. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've been working on it, but you guys should check us out. We'll be here at Facebook on live at 7 p.m. Same space, same place, but it'll be talk to us and we're going to do something. Oh my goodness. I can't even, okay. I'm going to sit my hand still, <laughs> but we have an activity, right? Alisa, we're having an activity um, on this. She won't let me tell you guys about the activity, but you guys got to join us so you can come and do the activity. And it's just really talking about how to be a good, how to listen, not listen, but listen. And there has been a difference because actually Tekka has taught me how to listen 
and how to be a really good listener. So those of you got to come back and join us. And so you can do the activity um, and everything like that. <laughs> look, she wrote, look, she write Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, but I want you all to come and join us. We, we have, as we're just, as we're talking and empowering each other in different topics, we do that over there at Talk To Us, um, Talk To Us Thursday. And what we do is on Talk To Us Thursday, we talk about the mental health too. So I'm, <clears throat> I know we will talk a little bit more about the listening over there on Thursday. So Tekka, this was fun. We have been on. We didn't even stop to take a break or anything. This is amazing. I really appreciate you coming on here and I enjoyed you. Before we go, what is one thing you would like to leave our listeners and followers with? Oh my gosh, I am so glad. I was going to ask uh, what I'd like to leave with our listeners is a practice that okay. they can take with them. Um, and I call this practice the pause. Um, and it is um, a form of rest. So if you're super busy in your day, like I said, sometimes you don't have time to take a nap or do, you know, a practice or whatever. Um, practicing the pause is something you can do uh, three minutes, five minutes. And so basically, I'm just going to demonstrate it for you. Um, and I try and practice the pause several times a day. Um, just to recenter my body is very quick and simple. So you basically just uh, start by taking uh, two or three deep breaths um, into your belly. And as you're doing that, you just turn your focus inward. And just begin to notice what's happening in your body. It could be my stomach's growling, grumbly, my stomach's tight. Um, you notice your feet on the ground and just drop down into your body. Notice heat, am I hot, am I cold? Um, and then I always like to ask myself, what do I need in this moment? What is it that I need right now? And then I end with a couple more deep breaths in and out. I think of something that I'm grateful for and I let that just sit there for a second. And as I come out of practice in the pause, oftentimes I'll ask myself, is the next action I'm going to take creating space in my life or taking space away? And then I have a choice. I don't have to answer that email, do I? Nah, not really. Not right now. <laughs> um, and so then you create a little bit of space for yourself. And so that is what I call practice the pause. Thank you for allowing me to give that to you. Um, it's super simple. You're just dropping down into your body and doing a check-in um, and then going on with your day. That was powerful. That was really powerful. Well, everybody, 
I want to thank Tekka for coming on here. We got to talk about our most powerful conversation that we've had here um, on What's Next podcast, but it was so needed and so appreciative of actually get to talk talk to an amazing woman. You guys have to check out her conversation lounge. I dropped the link so you guys get out there um, and you'll get to do more work with her. So as I, as I close everybody, I want everybody to understand. I want you to realize you, realize who you are, realize the space you're in and appreciate yourself. You're such an amazing person and a wonderful person. And know that everybody has the choice to say yay or nay. That's your choice. Don't let anybody take that away. I hope you all have enjoyed tonight's show. I felt that it, if nothing else, it had started a conversation. And that's what we wanted to do here. We wanted to create a conversation that can be open with no judgment and know that you're here or you're here and you have support. Until next week on What's Next Podcast for Women, if you guys have any questions on how to practice the pause, drop it in the feed. We will definitely, I will definitely connect you to Tekka. Check out the Conversation Lounge, which is such an amazing practice. I can't wait because I'm feeling a little tilted, as I said, because I missed my session last month. But again, if no one has not told you all, you're all amazing and you rock and go out here and you be yourself and take care of yourself. Until next week at What's Next Podcast for Women, we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the What's Next Podcast for Women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.